Happy Friday and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for January 6, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney and I hope your morning is off to a great start. This morning we're going to cover what I found was new and happening in industrial automation. And we'll get started with a first article. This is from the ISA and the folks over at automation.com. And this morning they have a new article about next-gen warehouse operations and next-gen wireless. And at first, I didn't know if I was going to be interested in this article, but as I started reading through it, it really does dive into some of the challenges in what they call Warehouse 4.0 and challenges with using wireless networks inside of warehouses. So I would definitely give this article a thumbs up. Well worth the read. And like always, every link to every article we cover, you'll find at automate.news. Now with that said, the next article I found here over at automation.com from the good folks at ISA, was an announcement about a new book about flow meter technologies. So it's not very often that you get new literature on flow meters, right? But um, this looks like a very interesting book. It's part one of a two-part volume. And if you have a lot of flow meters in your process, you may want to consider picking up a copy of this for your uh, business library or your office library, plant library, and, uh, and uh, maybe... Uh, offer a stipend to your employees to read through this, but it looks like it covers all the advancements from, you know, in the last few years, and it looks like a very interesting book, so you can check that out. Uh, the next story I wanted to cover here was uh, literature, new literature, and this is from the good folks over at Turk. Now, they have just released their latest and greatest catalog of in-stock products, right? So all of their sensors, connectivity, and field bus products, all in this one catalog, and I was kind of going through this and, um, you know, they are a great company. They have a great name in the industry. I know not everybody uses their products, but those who do always seem to be very, very happy with the quality. And um, this seems like a great catalog um, uh, for anybody, mini catalog for anybody who's uh, looking at uh, purchasing new Turk products. So with that, let's go on to our next piece of literature here. And this is an updated uh, data sheet for the ET200SP uh, weight scale module from Siemens. They call it their X WP341. And so if you're doing any type of weight scale interface to your PLC and you're already using the ET200SP uh, remote I.O. distributed I.O. platform, then this is something you'd probably be very interested in. You can see all the specs on it right here and uh, just uh, you know a great line of uh, distributed I.O. And um, you, know, you don't often see new documents on those I.O. because most of the I.O. has been out for a while. So when I saw this, I was like, yeah, I got to share this with the with the viewers and uh, readers. And then we have one other one here. It's the Studio 5000 Architect Getting Results Guide. Now, I've had a lot of people ask me about Logic's Architect over the years. I've never used it. I've never needed to use it. But I do know there are some passionate users out there. And so when I saw that this was brand new, right, just released, I figured we had to share it with the audience. So anybody out there who's very interested in learning about or using version six of Studio 5000 Architect, you know, just beware that there is a brand new getting results guide available today. Now with that, I wanna go over and talk a little bit about, because the news was a little late this morning, I wanna take a deep dive into a question that came in over at automation.locals.com. And the question started out as, hey, I wanna replace an L5 with an L6. Control Logics controller. But as you read more into the question, the reason the person was trying to do that upgrade, which, you know, upgrades can be painful, especially if there's features in the versions that change over time. 
So, um, you know, I was looking at why does he want to do this, right? If the L5 is running, fine, just stay with the L5, right? And so uh, digging deeper into it is because the EN2T he wanted to add to the system, the specific model was not listed in his version of RSLogix 5000 he was using for the L5. And so that really sparked uh, um, um, some thought. He also asked, hey, uh, is a newer controller going to have any backward compatibility issues with older modules? So there's a lot to unpack there. And so um, the first thing is, if you take the brand new uh, V35 L8X and throw, we don't have one here because they're just too expensive to, to, to expense. But if we had one of those, you know, and I dropped it into a rack, I could put in a version one uh, network module. Okay. Now there is a caveat to that. There's an exception and that's in uh, hot backup, right? Redundancy. Those require very specific versions of modules, right? But when it comes to just generic plain Jane uh, control logic systems, if you have the newest rev, almost every single module you will find ever made for 1756 chassis will work. Another exception you'll find is with Circos modules, the old Circos uh, fiber optic uh, uh, network modules, or I should say motion control modules. Um, there are some caveats with those as well. They're not supported in later releases because it's an older, very old technology. Um, so that kind of took that question off the uh, off the table. Then I, what I did is I fired up uh, RSLogix 5000 because this is pre-21. And um, I said, I, you know, I thought the EN2T was in there. And I did. I, I added it right in. So I'm like, well, it may not be the latest series in Rev, but it has it in there. So really, I don't see a reason to get rid of the L5. Now, again... When people post these questions, sometimes they don't put everything in. You know, not everything comes to mind about their application. Totally understand that. But uh, in this case, um, you know, I'm like, well, worst case, I could just, dis you know, I wouldn't have, a, you know, exact a match for my keying. So it wasn't looking to be exactly the same. And I, in the past, I believe you can disable keying on an Ethernet module and replace it with a newer module. So I believe, don't quote me on this, but I believe if you had an EMBT, and you wanted to replace it with an EN2T, you could just disable keying and it would still work. I believe that's true. Um, so in any case, um, you know, I was kind of confused in that. So I went, I'm like, you know, writing my reply, which you can see up on the screen here. And I'm like, you know, maybe um, I should go to the knowledge base. And the knowledge base actually has a great article, which I've linked to this over at um, uh, Locals. And it's uh, for those who just want to go directly there, it's 494821. Again, 494821. And it talks about this in depth. And so at the end of the day, he didn't really have to go from an L5 to an L6, right? Now, if he did want to go, pretty much just go into RSLogix. We do this in my course. We can just go into RSLogix or Studio 5000. You change the controller. And if you can't keep the rev, it'll upgrade the rev. And if there's any incompatibilities between the old version and the new version or anything that changed, you'll get a warning that lists that. So you'll be able to deal with that. Um, the biggest change I've seen of recent years is just how the system clock has changed. And we do cover that at theautomationblog.com because a lot of times after you do that, you'll, your clock will be off by four or five hours, depending on where you live. If you're in the Northeast, it's four to five hours. But uh, in any case, um, you know, so that's that's easy peasy to do. We do that in all my courses. We do that compact logics, control logics, even do that in the Siemens course. Um, we go from uh, an older controller to a newer controller, a different model to a, another model, just to show you what happens with that and the considerations you have to take into effect. So I wanted to share that with you. I don't know if I was able to... Yeah, I didn't log in, so I'm not going to bring up the actual Rockwell Tech Note because they wouldn't let me sh see it without being logged in. 
but um, I just wanted to go through that in more detail and uh, kind of cover that in case anybody's running into the same issue or you were questioning it or always wondering about it. And uh, so I wanted to cover that today. Um, the other thing I want to cover is uh, if you enjoy these episodes and enjoy the news and the blogs and the podcasts we do at the automationblog.com, consider one of two things. Either pick up a copy of my Logic's Book of Knowledge, which is $9.99 for a lifetime copy. I'm going to be updating it here later in the year. And uh, I already updated uh, it quite a bit before I released it. And so you can get that there, lifetime copy. And the other thing I want you to consider is becoming a, a supporter over at Locals. That's automation.locals.com for the price of a cup of coffee every month. You can ask me questions. You'll get all the updates and everything I'm doing and so on. Okay, and now with that said, I want to go over and wish happy birthdays to my connections. I'll uh, put a link up at the bottom of the screen of my uh, LinkedIn if you want to connect with me. But um, now, connections, they change how you find them now. And uh, sometimes I miss them. So if it takes me a week or, or more to find your connection request, do not be offended. I apologize. It's just, it's mixed in with my feed now. So it's not as easy to see everybody's requests. So I will try, I try to check LinkedIn every single day. And uh, I will try to get your connection quest, request in one business day. But um, if I miss it, I apologize. Um, in any case, let's go ahead and go through and wish everybody happy birthdays. We'll start with Bruce and then Jared and then Nancy and Alan and Baga. And I know I'm probably saying that wrong. My apologies. Altier, Kevin, Priyath, Preethi. Again, my apologies if I mispronounce it. Todd, Vishal, Mohammed. Whoops, Mohammed was yesterday. So happy birthday to all of you. I hope you have an awesome day and if it's not your birthday it's probably because it's showing up here because you have the date wrong inside of linkedin which happens especially with um you know the differences between how european dates are listed and american dates are listed so in any case just want to wish you all a happy birthday and with that i want to go over here and here's my linkedin profile that's how you know it's me you can see the studio behind me studio a and i want to go ahead and make a pitch for um, getting you to send in not only just your news tips, but the vendors you follow. I'd like to know what vendors you follow. I'm up to about, a, I'd say about 50 vendors I'm checking, and um, I'm trying to add more every morning. So if you have some vendors that I haven't mentioned yet that you follow on a regular basis, please let me know. Just fill in this form and uh, send it over to me, and I'll try to stop following those vendors. It is the first week of the year, and a lot of vendors have not posted anything new. So... Um, we're a little late on news, but the more vendors we add, the more people we can follow. So with that, I just want to thank you for watching the morning show and wish you a very happy Friday. And until next time, my friends, peace.